0: Surface This week, joined by 49ers cornerback Jason Verrett. Jason, first off, I think this is our first time ever having a one-on-one conversation with you since you've been with the team. How are you doing? How are things going on in your world?
1: Oh, everything is good. You know, coming off the bye week, uh, got a chance to, you know, rest up and uh, ready to get back at it now.
0: I love that you brought up the bye because this is like an unusual buy. Typically during bye week, you can get away, hang out with family. Obviously, in this current situation that we're in, bye week looks a lot different. Did you get to do anything this week? Was it just kind of staying back at home, resting? What was it like for you?
1: Um, yeah, I was chilling for the most part. Um, uh, out here and then uh I went down to see my my people. Uh, my family got together and everything. And uh yeah, so but for the most part, I was chilling.
0: Not mad at it. Well deserved. But um, I feel like I'd be remiss if we didn't highlight your journey to where you are right now. It's been a long and tough road for you, I'd assume. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some people prefer not to talk about their history, but I want to know about you. How are you talking about your injury history and that path to where you are now?
1: Um, I'm just embracing it. Uh, You know, it it was tough uh, going through the last four years dealing with being on IR, rehabbing and all of that. But now coming out out of it full circle, um, being healthy, um, you know, I'm just embracing it, man. I look forward to, you know, always speaking about a way that I can help other people, inspire other people in any other way. So, you know, I'm just embracing the story.
0: I love that you said that. Why do you think it's so important to be able to share your story? I know that there's tons of people who, you know, might think that it's the end of the road for them. I know you certainly were one of those people, but what's the importance of being able just to share? Uh, I just think
1: that because, you know, everybody's going to go through something. And uh, whether it is with football, sports related, or just life in general. Um, So I, I think that the mental part of it, I think you can always inspire anybody just from, you know, the mental health is, I think, is an important thing. And, uh, you know, I went through it. I went through the dark times. I went through the low times, the storms. And uh, so I know exactly what it was like being in those those dark moments. Uh, but now, like I said, coming out full circle and being where I am now, um, it's only right that I can inspire and give back to people who are going to go through things.
0: Who would you say is the person or people that you leaned on most during those dark times for you?
1: Um, I mean, my family has always been there. Um, you know, my girl, my brother, my mom, my pops, uh, my son. Um, uh, but I, I felt in those dark moments, man, you got to kind of find yourself, you know, cause at the end of the day, those are, you know, you're the only person that's going to be either lost in it or be able to come out of it. So, um, I had to just ca- kind of go deeper into myself, try to figure out things that I could do mentally uh, to kind of get through it. And, um, through that journey though, um, I listened to a lot of, uh, Nipsey Hussle interviews, um, Eric Thomas, Inky Johnson, you know, I kind of just tried to create a routine to, to, uh, you know, put positive energy, you know, in my surroundings, uh, to kind of get me through it.
0: I love that you brought up Nipsey, Nipsey, because I was going to talk about that anyway. So you got to give me, what were your, your top three Nipsey Hussle songs that kind of helped get you through things, but also like you listen to now, cause they are just, I mean that much of like classic Nipsey.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I got down as a great as one um uh dedication um hustle and motivate um uh, it, it's a ton of them but yeah. it's more it's a lot of his interviews that I that I could just watch over and over just getting a perspective and his perception on life and uh just going through his journey and just how the the marathon I think they can you know it could relate to anybody but uh, Nice, nah, he's definitely been inspiring.
0: One hundred percent, I couldn't agree anymore. Uh, what was most difficult for you? Would you say it's the physical hurdles, or is it the mental hurdles of overcoming injury and returning to the field?
1: It was both. Um, just because it was, it was things that I was doing to prevent the injuries from happening. And uh, I think the uncontrollables, I think, is the, probably the worst part about dealing with injuries. Just because as an athlete, you try to do everything: eating right, sleeping lifting, like doing all the things that you need to do to stay on the field. And then when things go left, you start to wonder why. Um, so I think from that standpoint, the mental part um, was something that I had to work on because, you know, with your with your mental being strong, your body will follow. Um, but if you constantly in those uh, thoughts of thinking bad things or, you know, always staying in those dark moments mentally, I think your body is just going to always return to the energy that you put out. So I tried to focus more so on the energy that I put out.
0: That goes right back to the mindset of what you're talking about and just the interviews that you listen to, uh, surrounding yourself with positivity and uh, make sure you're feeding yourself mentally uh, with that positive uh, words. But uh, we, like I said at the beginning, like we haven't had much time to talk to you over the last two years. So I do wanna start from the beginning when you signed that one-year deal with the 49ers back in 2019. If I remember correctly, I think the 49ers was your first visit and you ended up signing with the team, right? Yeah, what was it about when you had that meeting with the 49ers that you felt that you didn't need to make any other visits? Was it the staff, the facility, the coaches' familiarity? What helped you make that decision?
1: Yeah, I mean uh, the the visit was dope. I mean, just seeing the camaraderie between all the coaches, um the players that were there um during my visit, um, d Ford, Quan Alexander, both were there. um, but just seeing everything that they uh, was showing that I didn't see my time, you know, with the Chargers. Uh, but I think the training staff, the plan that they have for me physically, um, and um, as far as the uh, getting me back to speed and all of that, I think those are the top things that kind of stood out for me on wanting to sign.
0: So you're a Bay Area-esque guy. You're from Fairfield, California, right? Yeah. How is it now being closer at home? You? At first you were in San Diego, um, but – now being back in the Bay Area, do you still have family out this way? Do you get to visit them often?
1: Yeah, no, nah, my family are from Oakland. So uh, they kind of <laughs> wasn't really feeling it at first, me signing with San Fran. So, you know, uh, my family grew up with, you know, I even grew up not liking the Niners. So um, it's kind of crazy how, you know, things turned out. Um, but, you know, they're embracing it, um, enjoying the ride. But, yeah, I, I get to see them often being that they, you know, just up the road.
0: A big thank you to our partner, Microsoft Surface. Microsoft Surface plays a huge role in preparation and game day for the San Francisco 49ers. And as a proud partner and the preferred laptop of the San Francisco 49ers, Microsoft Surface provides players and coaches with the tools needed to succeed both on and off the field. Well, I want to talk about your family being able to see you, not just your family, but the whole world. We're going to talk about your interception. I think that was week six against the Rams, fourth and goal. You read the play perfectly, jumped the route, came down with the interception. Just looking back at what you've been through over the last few years, what did it feel like after that play? Was it one of those moments where you know how sometimes you feel like, "All right, I'm back." Mm-hmm. What was kind of going through your mind?
1: Oh, uh, I mean, when I caught it, um, I don't know. I just was. It was just one of those moments that you know, one you won't forget. But in that moment, I just was. Doing whatever came to mind at that time, you know. We we, had, we got in front of the camera. I was able to, you know, say some things in the camera. Just uh, I don't know. It was, it was just a moment I wouldn't forget. Um, you know, just everything that I went through, uh, mentally, physically, um, and just being able to make a play on a on a primetime game. Um, you know, big play at that, um, being that it was fourth and goal. Um, but uh, now nah, it was it was just a good moment, good moment for me.
0: Yeah, prime time, you're on the national stage, Sunday night football. All eyes are on that divisional match, 49ers-Rams. Uh, you spoke about, I remember after that game, you talked about your phone blowing up and all of the messages you were getting. Your family's in Oakland, they're watching too. What was it like? What What were the calls you were getting when your phone was blowing up after that?
1: Um, it was crazy. The majority of the calls came from, um, and text message came from my old teammates' out in charges um from from the head coach to the uh gm to the training staff like i literally got a message from everybody over there um it was cool man you know obviously they know what it was like for me going through what i went through there uh but uh yeah it was, it was overwhelming um definitely like i said something that i was just in stuck in the moment man just trying to embrace it all uh you know as far as all the stuff that i went through again um so uh yeah, it, it was, it was a, a good thing.
0: Jason, you have a lot of supporters. Even I know some people with the Chargers organization, and when you came here, they're like, oh, my gosh, like, we are so excited for him. We can't wait to see him. Uh, but there's so many people that are rooting for you. Was there a message that stood out from the rest uh, just through this journey or could have been that game?
1: Um. Yeah, my, uh, my general manager uh, from the Chargers, Tom Telesco, um, you know, we got a great relationship. Obviously, he took me first round when I was there. But uh, he he still has my jersey hung up in his office still to this day. And uh, he sent me a text after the game and told me told me that he still has it up there for me to keep the ball and uh, that he's proud of me. So I, I think that was a message that stood out that, you know, the love that I still got, you know, from the, the guy that drafted me.
0: Yeah, that's that's big, you know, yeah. having that relationship and that love and that support, even from a former organization. You know, I know you have so much love
1: uh, with the Chargers
0: organization. So, Absolutely. all right. I respect that. Okay. Um, is it safe to say that that interception was your favorite moment as a member of the 49ers?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Most <laughs> definitely. Most definitely. Yeah, definitely.
0: Do you have a favorite moment of your career?
1: Yeah. Um, my first interception. Uh, was in the uh, Oakland Raiders stadium um, to seal the game. So, yeah, that's definitely going down as my favorite.
0: And family was in the stands, I would assume.
1: Oh, yeah, it was – I had, like, a, I think about 85 people came.
0: 85 people?
1: Yeah. It was, okay. it was deep.
0: <laughs> my brother
1: my brother at the time worked with the Raiders, so he, he had the plug on the ticket. So, okay. yeah, my family came out deep for that one.
0: Oh, okay. So it was perfect. It was the perfect setting yeah. uh, for your first interception, obviously. Yeah
1: yeah (laughs) all
0: right so at that time you were with the afc west now you're here with the nfc west i want to know who's the toughest receiver you think to cover in the nfc west
1: nfc west um well i haven't got to uh deandre hopkins and them yet um but as far as uh so far uh i like you know dk metcalf i think that's a uh a guy that's on the rise right now, playing really well. Um, so I'll say that's probably the biggest challenge so far.
0: Okay. All right. we well, right. we'll get to uh, Arizona in a couple of weeks. But all right. Yeah. Toughest receiver you've ever covered in your career. Who would it be?
1: That's tough. Um, <laughs> I'll say Antonio Brown or uh, I've seen him in his prime, um, even though he's kind of been on and off this past few years, dealing with injuries. Like A.J. Green.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. I like that. All right. So before we wrap this up, we finish every podcast with the same question. But this week, it's going to be a little more special because it's Thanksgiving. So it always surrounds food. I'm just going to put it out there. We always talk about food to finish this up. So what we do is we take a food item from the city that you're playing in. And we build a 49ers roster according to that food item. So I'll break it down to you.
1: Yeah. yeah, Like when we
0: played the Jets and the Giants, we did pizza, New York pizza. That's what they're known for. Okay. So each guy gave me a position group or person that represented each item of the pizza. So the crust, what's holding this 49ers pizza together, who's the cheese, who's the sauce, who's the toppings. So you're a California guy, and California is known for Mexican food, so we're gonna do a burrito. Are we cool with that?
1: Yeah, Yeah. I'm cool with that. All right,
0: (laughs) perfect. So we're gonna start off our 49ers burrito with a tortilla. What position group represents the tortilla?
1: I said the lineman.
0: Okay, all right, why the lineman?
1: Um, I guess to keep everything together, I guess. I'll say the lineman keep everything together.
0: That seems to be a constant thread. Every single person we have spoken to this year has said the exact same thing. So it makes sense. It's obvious. All right. What about rice? Do you eat rice in your burritos? Yeah. Okay. I like rice in my burritos, so we're going to go for it. Who's the uh, rice of our 49ers burrito?
1: Position, uh, I say the receivers.
0: Why the receivers? Um. <laughs> now I'm really testing your creativity yeah, here know. in case you didn't know.
1: I don't know. I can't, uh, that that's was the first thing that came to mind. Okay, I don't know. that's
0: fine. Totally <laughs> fine, all right. What about, do you eat beans in your burrito? Beans? Yeah.
1: Yeah, pencil right. beans, yeah.
0: Who's our beans of our- Running
1: beans? backs, i see. running backs, backs.
0: Running backs are the beans, all right, I like it. What about the cheese? I love cheese. My burrito always has extra cheese. Okay, you're frowning. I'm not a cheese guy. You're not a cheese guy?
1: I don't like cheese on my burritos.
0: Oh my gosh, that nah. is so disappointing.
1: But I, if to answer the question, I say that's like this, I'll go to kicker punters, they cheese just, to, okay. you know, oh, just, we'll just be- a little sprinkle on there. Okay,
0: so, all right. You know. That is heartbreaking. <laughs> We're going to have to discuss this at a first fr- <laughs> time about you and cheese. All right, what about the protein? Who is bringing the meat? Who is the reason why we came to do this burrito?
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with the back end. I'm going to go with the secondary.
0: Okay, okay. I'm picking up what you're putting down here. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Um, what about toppings? Do you do sour cream? No. Oh, my gosh.
1: Uh, Jason. So, look, I'm going to break it down. If I was to go to Chipotle, right?
0: Oh, this is good. Okay.
1: Here we go. So, I'm going to get a burrito. I'm going to get the brown rice. I'm going to okay. get pinto beans. I'm going to get chicken. Okay. I'm going to get some mild salsa. And then I'm going to get some corn. And then chips on the side with a uh guacamole
0: okay i can respect that then we'll finish this whole thing off who is our guacamole of our 49ers burrito uh
1: damn they're gonna be mad i'm gonna say the linebackers
0: wait why would they be mad
1: uh because they probably feel like they the protein you know so
0: I feel like every position group thinks they're technically the bro- the protein. Right. And it usually favors the person I'm talking to. If I'm talking to a wide receiver, they say they're the protein. Yeah. I'm back they're the protein. So. Right, right, right. It's cool. I like guac, but guac is, here's the thing. This is how you can make them feel better because guac is extra. So it's like, you know, you got to yeah. pay for that.
1: Right, right, right. Right, so we, right we
0: just help them out <laughs> right <laughs> That's Jason true. this was a lot of fun thank you so Thanks. much for joining us here on the 49ers Unscripted podcast presented by Microsoft Surface uh, we are wishing you all the best and honestly I think I speak on behalf of all of the faithful we are rooting for you we are so excited and we are so happy to have you
1: thank you appreciate it Blessing. happy Thanksgiving to you
0: happy Thanksgiving yeah.